the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Start Start your your engines. Race fans, you are tuning into the only motorsports show in San Diego. Your host, Dave Stahl, and the racing school teacher, Brittany Sandoval, are taking you to the green flag, covering everything from your top-notch national drivers and crew chiefs right down to your local kid racers and racetracks. Strap in. It's Checkers and Wreckers on Racer Radio. All right, folks. Welcome to Racer Radio FM. 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Hours brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you have a, a little small business, grocery store, liquor store, and you're looking for help in the cashier department, you can't find anybody, then you might want to check out Southwest Point of Sale. They do self-checkout. They'll come to your business, take a look. And if their system fits your system, it wouldn't cost you any more than a new cash register. They also have meat and produce scales. You can do a lot of the adjustments away from the store. And the bonus is Southwest Point of Sale has seven-day-a-week, 24-hour-a-day service. If you're open, they're open. All you got to do is call Jeff or Mark, and they are there. 800-540-2149. Still not convinced? At least call them. Tell them you heard it on the radio, and they'll sit down and explain it to you. Or you can go online at southwestpointofsale.com. Also, San Diego Gear and Axle. Anything under your car, Steve can take care of it. Front wheel, two wheel, all wheel, transfer case, upgrades, going from automatic to stick, stick to automatic, doesn't make any difference. Go to sdgearaxle.com. And Black Forest Automotive, they are your dealer alternative. Save yourself a ton of money. Uh, They're at uh, 8066 Engineer Road in San Diego. That's Black Forest Automotive. Uh, go check these guys out. And if you have the desire to go racing, they've got trophies that can hook you up. They'll teach you how to get to that checkered flag. All right. Got Ooh. the kid in the house. Yes. Did, didn't go play in the mud last night. No, I did not. So she no. decided to rest up, relax. I was with my crew. Oh, you're with I, your crew. I spent time with my crew meeting a new kitten they adopted <laughs> and having dinner and and washing that dinner down with some fun yes, liquids. Yes, Yeah. Hey, Brendan, are you there? Yeah, you, I am. Already, you wanna you wanna roll a tape? Oh no, I forgot about that. Uh, okay, hold on one second. Let me, give me like a few through seconds. Through the window. Okay, we what can stall. Did he? Di- Easy we, with that. We can stall. Um, yeah, I I didn't go play out in the mud because I still have motor issues. It is still. Yeah, it's hard to find a Jixer 0708. I'm hoping to save mine. Well, I was going to say, you have to replace it or have you I'm tore it down yet? I'm hoping not to. Um, I have somebody who's amazing. He's always kept it. He's refreshed it. He's mm-hmm. always kept it up to par. Um, but you can only refresh so many hey, times. let's not talk like that. Let's be positive. Glass half full. Um, it's just I'm, um, I'm on a wait list, we'll say. 
Oh, for as far for as him. getting yeah. it in the shop, and I want him. He's the best. Right. He's he's great, and it's well, and I don't. To wait. I'm I'm a firm. I'm a, I also agree with you 100. percent I'm not. I mean, I love racing, but it's got to be right. It's got to be right. I talked to Ryan O'Connor um, about Friday. He's like, "You racing tomorrow?" I'm. I still have motor issues. My car, the little 37. She has always protected me. Mm-hmm. Like there's just like the panhard breaks as I'm pulling off. Like right. if I was going 60 miles an hour in a turn and that happens, you right. know, I've spin right. out into the wall. Like yeah. she always protects me. Right. So I just have a feeling she's, she's protecting me right now because just I, there's three or four times. Well, and, and she deserves um, it to be done right. correctly. Yeah. So yeah. you can stand on it. Yeah. And st- trust. That is trust a hot. Those things are so high revving. It is, just hurts my ears. Yeah, it's kind of reminding me of our guest. So roll the tape, please. In all the forms of motorsport I have ever witnessed, I have never seen anything that compares with Speedway motorcycle competition. It is the most intensive balance of man and machine there is. Just four laps to prove yourself in any race. And this is not just any race. Welcome to Anaheim, California. These are the world quarterfinals. And working with me tonight, I'm honored to have here the four-time Speedway motorcycle champion, Barry Briggs from Christchurch, New Zealand. Barry, tell us a little bit about this competition. Well, this is a this is a very critical stage for the American boys. Only two of tonight's contestants go through to the Intercontinental Final in in England, and it's a very, very important meeting. Ten U.S. riders who qualified here, for the most part in Southern California. Six American riders who qualified through British League. They're down here on the start-finish line right now, and with them, at the start-finish line, is Dave Despain. Can Speedway is perhaps the most intense of all motorsports because when that starting gate flies up, four riders literally launch themselves into a frenzy of roaring engines and showering dirt. 60 seconds, that's it. No second chances. And when it's all done, then we're going to crown the two guys who will go on to Europe. All righty. Uh, so, if that but- didn't bring back some <laughs> memories, not for you because you're not old enough. Did you know Dave Despain? I know. I'm. Yeah. That was my idol. Uh, oh well, this is good to keep in my back back pocket. But with that introduction, I was hoping to get across just some may say insanity, but the intensity of Speedway. We have one of those American boys that they were yeah. referring to. Yeah. Our guest today in house was one of those American boys. I think he can tell us even more than I anticipated about that very race. Please welcome living legend. Rocket Ron Preston. Mr. 60 Seconds. (laughs) Wouldn't that be a good name? Jeez. Not anymore. Yeah. (laughs) But brings brings back some old memories, huh? It does. Actually gave me butterflies here. (laughs) You know, I posted that race. I watched that. Uh, That's what I did Friday night. And there's some, so, they get so excited about you during yeah. that. There's races, multiple yeah, races. That was a heartbreak night for me. You were, so Bruce Penhall ran away with it. Yeah. And then three of you were tied for second. Well, they didn't right? show the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I, I won every race except for one, and Bruce beat me in that yeah. one. But I beat Scott Autry and Dennis Sagalos, mm-hmm. and I was on my way to being one of the two mm-hmm. and had an engine failure. Oh! You know about that. Yeah. Yeah. That was I a mean, tough one. I, and they say that's part of racing, but that doesn't always yeah. put the hurt doesn't away. Doesn't make it feel yeah. better. <laughs> that no, doesn't no. make you feel better, yeah. Uh, and what were you whispering to me in that intro? So the guy that was commentating, Barry Briggs, four-time mm-hmm. world champion, yep. yeah. he's still a friend of mine. He rides his dirt bike twice a week. 50 miles. That was to this dirt day. bike, you were saying yeah. 50 miles. Wow. 
Yep. Well, who do we got that's still racing? Oh, Lars, Lars Larson. He comes back next week. Does he? I reached yeah. out to him because so it's Lars October. So Lars Larson, what's he in his? He's 82. 82 he still races and wins. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. He's still a fractory rider. In the triple senior <laughs> division. Yeah. No. Yeah. So that, I mean... Uh, listeners, I posted it. Maybe Dave, we're Facebook friends. Maybe you'll share it. That is fun to watch. And there were more segments I was going to reach out to Brendan to get, but um, and Ron Preston, he's leading the way. <laughs> it was rad. It was awesome. So, Ron, let me ask you this. I mean, because there was a time when Speedway was the king. I mean, ten thousand in the crowd. You said when you were in high school. Yep. But it seems Mesa. to have waned a little bit. Why do you suppose that is? Uh, you know, we've always tried to figure that out. I mm. think it was because there are no Speedway bikes in the window of the Yamaha shop. Oh. You know? And there's not a track in Barona right, and Carlsbad. Right, and, right, yeah. right. Hey, right. though, can you, can you tell our listeners when you were in high school what it was like for you? So I rode motocross when I, until I got 16, and then uh, you had to be 16 to get a pro license. So I got my pro license. For and, Speedway. Yeah, yes. for Speedway. So what drove you to Speedway? <laughs> uh, when I was 11, my aunt and uncle took me to Costa Mesa oh, well, there in 1969. That's all it takes. That was, and that's 10,000 people in the stands. Uh, it, was, it was insanity. And this is no brakes. I know. Yeah. No brakes, no seatbelt, no roll cage. Well, yeah. I mean, just the fact that you have no brakes, yeah. and all it is is just flat-out two-stroke power four strokes our force yeah. didn't and, it, didn't they start with two strokes though? No, they were four. always four yeah and they and back in those days you could run any fuel you wanted so we ran <laughs> nitro. yeah the oh, mystery okay. fuels yeah we ran everybody runs methanol but back then you could pour the can to it uh. so we, and it had a straight pipe <laughs> listeners you can't see his grin yeah, it was a different <laughs> motorcycle to ride <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I can see his crew chief now. Hey, I got something I want you to try. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let me see what this is all about. Yep. And he well, comes back and his hair is still yeah. straight back. But high school, you're showing up. Yeah. You, you go to school in the morning. All right, let's, get, I, let's get down dirty. What year? Uh, oh. 1976. I was rookie of the year. <laughs> and I got the attention of a guy named Ed Williams. And he was my mentor, basically. Awesome. Yeah. And he sponsored a guy named Danny Becker. And his name was Berserko Becker. <laughs> and he so when Berserko quit racing, he had two bikes and a guy from San Bernardino that was a sprint car guy for Jay East. He said, I'll buy those bikes if you'll ride them. Ooh. And I said, I didn't yeah, flinch. You didn't I said, no, are you kidding? Because yeah, was that something you wanted to do with Speedway? That's all I wanted to do. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that and I, you've got to be pretty driven to. To follow that whole course that I did, Speedway. So, yeah, you said you sold all your motocross stuff yep. and said, "I'm going to Speedway." Yep. Yeah. And I did that, and I must have crashed fifty <laughs> oh. times in the first year because they're hard to learn how to ride. Well, they're not like riding a normal. Does, no. Doesn't the throttle go the other no, way? No. Does it go back? <laughs> oh no, urban no. legend. No, but, but you don't want to let off, right? Then you get traction and thrown off. Right. Yeah. 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 And they will and throw you off. Is it one yeah. of those? And my dad always tells me, the harder you drive it, the harder you ride it, the better it it works. Yeah. There's a point in your career when you realize that you found the stop on the throttle, mm-hmm. and oh. then you know that that's where you need to be. For and four if you laps. go just for a little tad, but if you go a tad farther, she will. She will. 
get your attention. And that's yeah. the thing. It's only four laps because for drivers, we have 20, and they always say at the driver's meeting, you don't win on the first turn, but it almost sounds like in Speedway, you do. Yeah, the, you practice starts all the time. That's yeah. all you do. Yeah, but the difference over here, the tracks are real small. They're little 180-yard tracks. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought 300. Oh, that's right. Okay, so here. And then, yeah, and then the so in 77, after racing here, I had an opportunity to go to Australia, and the tracks over there are big. What's big? Three eighths miles. Let's take a break. Come back and continue this after you do a little Barona Tiny update. Barona and more of our legend. Let's do it Rocket right here on Racer Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. Hi, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. This segment's brought to you by El Cajon Ford, where nobody, absolutely nobody treats you better than El Cajon Ford. Whether you're buying new, used, or service, you really can't do any better than El Cajon Ford. Go to ElCajonMotors.com. Paul and his family race at Barona Speedway, and they're very, very supportive. They sponsor this show, and I can't thank them enough because we have the opportunity to get the Barona boys and girls on air mm-hmm. along with the other tracks because Paul and his team, the last thing they want to see is another racetrack shut down. So if you're looking for a new Ford product, Mustang, uh, E, regular Mustang, Broncos, they've got inventory, and they will take care of you. Go to El Cajon Ford at 1595 East Main Street in El Cajon and tell them you heard it right here on Racer Radio. All right, young lady. All right. Uh, regarding Barona, uh, the main events were rained out. I mm-hmm. don't think there's going to be a makeup race, especially since the IMCA you know, final. is pretty much done. There's been no announcement that I know of. Um, but there are two more races on the calendar. October 14th is the next race, followed by the final, most likely October 28th which will include the spooky showdown and um, probably the kind of that trunk or treat thing. Last year was fun. All the racers after the junior main events, before the adult main events, we all took our cars out there and had candy and I had stickers and all that stuff. Um, And then that shout out because he got a little short changed this morning on KUSI RPM. That looks like had his uh, Robert Peters Mm -hmm, and had mm -hmm. his big, Big rig. Uh, work truck out there because he is helping to sponsor that spooky showdown. I think right. he's given out gift cards right. for some of the winners. So is Racer Radio. Oh, of course. You're of so good course. about that. Um, it's only money. <laughs> Mark Rose is not calling in. I think he's having a good time right now at the Carlsbad Motocross Reunion. I've seen him and... Ollie. Uh, Ollie. Michael Lewis minus one, yeah. yeah so <laughs> and, they're uh, having fun. And finally, Dirt Dude, I'm sure, is listening because he's a fan of Speedway. Yeah, he is. Well. Yeah, so. So, um, that's too bad about rain, but. Yeah, you can't, I mean, it's good. It's like a. Well, if anybody ever says, why are you, Why don't you, you know, who cares about, it's so slick out there that you you couldn't have gone around the track even yeah, if you, you never wanted. know when it's going to stop. Right. You know, you never want, you can't turn it off. And it is bittersweet. We want our rain. Just, you know, but, on a race day. Yeah, but you know, uh, <laughs> Nick was happy for the kids. They got their, most of their, races, most of their yeah. racing in. Yeah, yeah. And all the little cars, the bodies were clean. 
and the tires were packed in oh, mud. Oh, this morning on yeah, KOSI? So, so the KOSI patio looks like a little pig pen. The cars were clean, but they never got to Ooh. the tires Did themselves. Did you get a talking to, Dave? No, 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 no. They're not going to talk right, to me. I was right. fine. All right, so I was just glad to have them in. Yeah, they looked tired. Exhausted, actually. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. You looked... I would have as well. Yeah. Uh, Brendan seemed excited about uh, one more clip. Okay, if, let's play if it. If that's okay. Although... Our, our living legend to my left says, he's, I've, he's, I've lived a lot since then. Yeah, but, but see, unfortunately, this is a motorsport show. And we want to preserve this yeah. history. We want to get it on oh. tape. So let her rip, Tater Chip. Lining up for the start, and they're away. Ron Preston taking the lead on the inside. Autry comes high. Preston rides him out in turn two. Down on the inside comes Moran. Back comes Autry on the inside. It's Preston in front. Takes a wide sweep. Autry comes down the inside. Moran on the inside. Here they are in turn number one. What a battle. Preston fights off. Scott Autry another time. Back at turn number three. Autry up on the inside. Preston still in front. Autry goes to the lead. No, Preston holds on. World quarterfinals, what a dogfight. Preston in front of Scott Octree. The Calexico kid in front by three bike lengths. Then Octree reels him in another time. White flag, one lap to go. It's still Preston with the lead. In second, Scott Octree checkers about to fly. Ron Preston out in front, a beautiful ride. He's going to upset Scott Autry. And three points for Ron Preston, two points for Autry, one point to be scored by Sean Moran. Dave Despain with the winner. I feel like your fate now is in Penn Hall's hands. If he wins, that's it, huh? Well, no, I'm really looking forward. You know, it's it's not just for me to win, but I, I want the best person to represent the United States. You know, and that's, that's what I told him all along, that the top two should go in no matter what. How you doing yeah. there, Ron? Yeah. It, there's emotions on his face right now. <laughs> it's hard to relive that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We won't do that to you anymore, okay, Brendan? We I can't make him relive yeah, it. Yeah, you've got so, like 20 interviews probably stashed someplace. No, 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 right. no. So I heard Calexico Kid. I've read Antifreeze Man. Like, how many nicknames do you have? Rocket Ron? Like, oh, that was Bruce Flanders oh. came up with that because... Preston, Prestone, got it. And Bruce Flanders was—he was the best thing out there in San Bernardino. Yeah, Bruce was really. Yeah. But, so and Calexico kid. Well, we grew up in Calexico. My dad was a crop duster pilot for forty years out there. Right. Can you believe a crop duster pilot lasted forty years because their life expectancy never was really that good, right? Why? Because of the yeah. chemicals or the flying? What part? Uh, the flying. Oh, yeah, okay, because the they're up and down. Yeah. So that's actually where I rode my first speedway bike was on a dirt crop duster strip oh and it's right next to interstate 8 by holtville out there oh yeah 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 i drove by there just the other day and it has a barbed wire fence on one side and a drain ditch on Stay the other straight, side focus <laughs> yeah. i taught you focus yeah, yeah Holy that's cow. amazing not a good place to learn for nah, the first it's time. not a good place to learn no but so anyway, you raced for 10 years yeah i started in 73 and rode to 83 and and uh, rode here in the states till 70 into 78 so why'd you quit uh, you know, in 1982, after we raced four years in Europe, uh, one of the guys on our team, Denny Pyatt, was killed in, outside mm-hmm. of London. Mm-hmm. That sort of took the wind out yeah, of our sails. Exactly. Funny how that is. Yeah, I know exactly the feeling. Yeah. yeah. So we, a few of us, uh, just decided that was enough. That was yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. You don't want your number to come up. 
not necessarily. Yeah, and I felt like it was coming up. Yeah. Well, what's that old saying? If you ride a motorcycle, have you ever been down? No. Mark your calendar. Yeah, it's coming. Because that day is coming. My mom did. She was didn't go down. She felt it in her gut, her last ride, and brought brought the motorcycle home and told my dad, I'm done. Yeah, but she likes the I'm monkey. Done. Oh, yeah, but she used to commute on I two know. wheels all I the know. time. But well, she, now she races, like, then went off racing horses, so pretty sure. Yeah, but she's cracking me <laughs> More up. More dangerous. She was cracking me up telling me how much she likes riding it. Oh, the monkey! Oh, yeah. she loves. She's got her eye on the prize. Yeah, I know. She wore it more, or she wrote it more than I did at the pits. That's what I heard. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. I trust her with it. Oh, heck yeah! She's got you more can. experience on two wheels than I yeah. do. <laughs> so you got done. How old were you when you hung up the helmet? I was twenty six. Now you have a career. You got to find a career, right? Yeah, I did all kinds of things after in, that. Yeah, okay. But so. We promoted a memorial race down in El Centro for Denny Pyatt. Oh, oh nice. very nice. And all the top guys came and yeah. introduced Speedway. So did you get oh. out of motorsports wait, wait, altogether? Wait, I want to hear this. Wait, oh. can we go back? And, and did what? They introduced Speedway? Yeah, we introduced them to El Centro, and it's generally a sprint car, stock car town, and desert racing. Right. But uh, had a great crowd. I think it was one of the largest crowds they've had. But we had Bruce Penhall and okay. all the top yeah, Speedway top. riders top speedway came. And then we had Bruce Flanders and... Yeah. They never experienced anybody like Bruce as a commentator. <laughs> yeah, he was great. And we did, uh, I think we did five or six years of that. Oh. And, uh, as a promoter? Yeah, as a promoter. Yeah. That's yep. not easy, is it? No, that's a whole different. It's yeah, not no, as easy as it looks. No, and I, all the years that I ground the promoters, I was I oh, felt bad. Oh, did you go back? I'm so sorry. Yeah. Like through the 12 step program, yeah. start with each promoter yeah, and apologize. So, oh, really? <laughs> sorry, I called yeah. you that. <laughs> oh, and the you know if the weather's usually nice down there, but it starts to rain the day before the race. Oh, and, you got to decide oh, by a certain God. time. Oh yeah, when are you going to pull? That's like yeah. what we didn't do last night. Yeah, you know? who knew? I saw two you to four. Knew. That's it. No, I saw two to four. That's it. Less than fifty percent. Like you, you don't know. Right. Well, if you uh, you get to England, if you don't race what? in the rain, you don't race. Yeah, well, right. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. And you're looked yeah. down upon, I'm sure. Right. Well, the and over there, the difference with motocross and all the other racing is your Saturday and Sunday, you're at the races. Speedway runs seven days a week over there. Really? We were doing yeah. what four when you're in high school, four yeah. days a week. Or? So yeah. that's popular in Europe, seven days a week. Oh my gosh! Well, in the when I got there in in '79, I rode. It's funny we were laughing. Uh, I was with Penhall and some other guys the other day, and he oh, said really? we did. I was telling him my worst we did was we did nine nights of racing in three countries, oh. and. And, wow. and I thought that was something, and Pinhall goes, I think he did 32 nights in a row. What? And, you know, he was in a different league. Sure, had, sure, sure. All, same same league as British League Speedway, but he was just, he had mechanics and managers, yeah. and the rest of us were working on our bikes right. and driving. I heard and, along the way, Penhall did not like to work on his own motorcycle. Is that, do you know that to be true? That. He, until he had kids, and then he worked on their bikes. But <laughs> but he didn't like to work on his. No, I don't well, how blame about you? him. How about you? I don't know. Sometimes you like you trust yourself the most, or you know, well, what, what about you? In '75, Bruce Crower taught me how to degree a cam in, and that got me a sponsorship from the factory Westlake factory oh. in England years later. Uh, wow! So it was nice to be able to That's build cool. your own engines and. It was, you had more satisfaction when it was your own 
engine that you built That's and want to race. And if it broke, yeah. you don't want to have. I mean, you don't want to have to go yeah. after somebody else. Yeah. Because yeah. my, I've told this a million times when I raced, I just raced carts. I didn't have enough money to do what you guys did. I would take my cart and my checkbook to the guy Sanger and say, "Call me when it's done." And if I lose, it better be my fault. <laughs> and that was that was my motto. All right, we got to take a quick break. We got a really good. Oh guest yeah, we've talked to him before. We've had him. I fact, feel like it was after his first race or first I win think or something. He won after being on radio with uh, us, and that would be Chris Carnish. He's be with us, and he just, uh, I think he won a factory stock division. We'll have to find out when we come back. This is Racer Radio, FM 961, AM 1170. The answer. Folks, welcome back to Racer Radio, FM 961 AM 1170. Answer. What? Answer. Where you been? Uh, taking a picture for a friend. <laughs> She's this, a fan of This segment is brought to you by Paris Auto Speedway, 18700 Lake Paris Road in lovely Paris, California. Go to parisautospeedway.com for all your updates on scheduling, racing, cancellations, heaven forbid. But they've only got a few more races coming up, and, he, and we've got Chris Carnish on the line. Yeah, He was on before, and I think he might have won a race after talking to us, which we told him he would do, but we're not sure. And he's going to talk about the next race coming up. Because, Hey, Chris, welcome to the show. You're, what, second in points? No, I'm um, actually the point leader right now, Dave. Uh, hey! Leading all year. Fantastic. And you're in the uh, factory stock division. Correct. And I guess your next race, if people go to the Paris Fair, uh, the ticket gets them into the race. Correct. Yeah, this year we're racing. Um, it's my class, the factory stocks and the street stocks. We're racing on Thursday night during the SoCal Fair. Um, everybody's ticket to the fair gets you into the stands wow. to watch our race. The racing's going to start at 7. Um, we're only doing heat races and main events for both classes at night, so... Just we're not on the track one 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 session mm-hmm. less than what we normally are for the night. So, yeah. so how far ahead are you points wise to the second place guy? Right now, I have an eleven point lead oh, over the second place. That's not good. I mean, it's, I mean, good, it's good, but, but it's good, but it's good if it's not. Yeah, you'd like to see a hundred and eleven point lead. <laughs> I'd like to see at least a twenty twenty five point yeah. would, be, would be decent. Yeah, but that's all right. Hey, that's that's half of it, right? Oh uh, yeah, it's a, it's a struggle. I mean, this year has been a complete one eighty turnaround for me for the, from the last last seasons. I've been struggling the past two years um, getting my car to handle and such, and everything to stay together. Um, but this year, um, I got one of our one of the guys, um, Larry Well, who's been working on on my car. Um, the the guy in second place car. Um, I think the fifth place car. Oh no! There's, right now, we have going in our group in my in our group that Larry works on us. Going into right now, we I think there's six of our cars that he puts his fingers on. Oh wow! Uh, and going into next season, once this season ends and next season, in our little group, we're probably going to have nine cars just in, that he has his fingers on. 
I can hardly get my one car ready. <laughs> Let alone. Honestly, I've, been pulled- I've been struggling with my one car. After our last race last month, um, I had some oil blow by coming out of the breather, so I um, got something to put on to sort of catch that. And as I pulled the valve covers off, kind of find out I had chocolate milk in my motor. Oh, so the head gasket. Yep, yep exactly. Both on both sides as well. I don't want to hear so any of this. I, yeah. I just got it. I just got it put back together last week and just fired it off yesterday, actually. And you're happy. A lot better than where I was two days ago. Okay. Good. And no good, more. Good, good, good. And no more chocolate milk. Good. And now we're talking milk. Yeah, I always put it all together. I mean, I've been doing this for a while, so I I sort of know what I'm doing. With wrenching on the car, but I was struggling coming home from work after an 11 hour day or so, and I come out uh, yeah. garage working on it. I was struggling, so I called my motor the motor guy. I said, "Hey, I said, can I bring it over to you?" I said, "Cause I guarantee you'll have it running in like five ten minutes." Right. Well, thirty seconds he had it running, <laughs> and you were struggling. Uh, yeah, I get it. That's I why listen. I'm waiting for my guy to look at the motor. Yeah, her motor, yeah. her motor sick. I was, I was off by like a a hair, like a millimeter on the timing advanced on the distributor. Don't you hate that? No, but live and learn. No, oh, you yeah. don't learn. No, yes, you have somebody yeah, else do it. Well, for the motor, yes, but I know people ask me, "Do you work on your own car?" I'm like, as I break things, I find out where they are. I yeah. never knew where the starter was till I broke it. it. Yeah. Uh, hey, for for listeners that end up at the fair and want to cheer for you, could you describe your car so they know who to look for? Um, it's a it's a um, seventy five Camaro. Um, it's gray on the top half, purple on the bottom. Uh, my number's 26. Um, the only thing that's different than different than any other normal 75 Camaro, I actually updated the nose and the hood, so I have a 2019 nose oh. with an 85 hood on it. So it's, it's still got the resemblance of a Camaro, but I have the newer style front end on it. Right, and that, that makes it go faster. Hey, if you don't <laughs> yeah. mind us asking, how's, you, how's your dad doing? He's doing good. Um, okay. His meds are all getting there. The only thing we're, that we're still trying to get up and, and figure out is his blood pressure me- medication. Oh, okay. is up and down, up and down. But other than that, he's doing, he's doing really good. All right. Good uh, deal. About a month ago, he finally got the okay. He can start driving himself around now. Oh, independence. So, yeah. So now it's just minor yeah, maintenance of meds. Right? Yeah, now it's just maintenance yep, of meds. Exactly. Yeah. All yep. right. That's great. And, folks, if you're not aware. He's, he's doing good. If you're not aware. Um, his Chris's dad uh, ended up, I think, with a heart attack, and then you ended he, up two years ago. Yeah, yeah, two years ago. Well, no, going on three years ago now. He had a heart attack as he was driving cross country to the drove big race cross country. Oh wow! Didn't think of it. Came back, came home, went to the doctors, and they ended up doing a five way bypass <laughs> surgery on him. Wow! Well, this this past Father's Day weekend, they actually put him on the heart transplant list and. Father's Day weekend hit me again. Yeah, I know. I, well, I, we we yeah. were we were like, do we ask? We weren't we going to bring him. it up, but yeah. we really we really care. And 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 I just yeah. And I just wanted to hear how he, as yeah. long as he's You're doing good. good, that's that's yeah, he's the key. doing good. All yeah. right, you you two are. But doing yeah, so Father's Day week. So Father's Day weekend, he had a heart full on heart transplant. Wow. Um, and that night is I had a race that night, and yeah. I won my. 
won my second ra- second official race where I finally got to keep my trophy. <laughs> um, my second, second official ra- win victory overall. Wow! Um, but technically, on technically, I've had four victories, but yeah, um, two of two of them I got ding for motor issues. Oh, yeah, okay. that was when I first be getting out yeah. racing. Yeah. All right. Well, so are you? Then you're going to race. Uh, what, what's it this coming weekend? No, it's actually two. We are supposed oh. to race yesterday. We are supposed to race yesterday. It got postponed because with the fair being set up all oh, yeah. this week, yeah. um, for fan for fan safety and such, they decided to postpone last night's race. Okay. So no fans can, had a chance to get hurt while everybody was setting up the fair and everything. Gotcha. Else. Did you get any rain up there? Because we got rained out at Barra. Oh, we got, got I, probably about half hour, forty five minutes. It came down hard, but that was about it. Yeah, yeah it took us yeah, out at Barra. Two, three o'clock. Yeah, uh, I know. I, I keep I keep up with Ryan Fitzgibbon. Oh uh, yeah, and all them. Um, I come down once in a while. I came down actually one race down there and raced when you were actually. Um, paying the out-of-town drivers oh, tip passes, yeah. which that, I greatly appreciate you oh. doing that for again. <laughs> well, um, you, you know... I didn't have a good night that night either. <laughs> well, that's, that's not good. That's racing. That's racing. Yeah. Well, you know, oh, we yeah. like to we like to help out. Like, we're, we're doing the, uh, a spooky uh, showdown? showdown with all the little kids in the Mini Dwarf, so I'll be throwing some money at yeah, them as I well. See, yeah, I see that. That, look, that looks fun. Yeah, we... The, Paris, we on on Halloween night or oh. weekend because our our championship night is also the twenty eighth. Mm. Um, we'll be handing out oh. every race. We always hand out candy and yep. autographs oh, yeah. and such during intermission. Um, so we'll be doing that again on Saturday on that on our championship night. Um, I should say on um, Jerry Dodd championship night. Mm. Yeah, um, since they newly newly renamed championship night to for yeah. him. Yeah, I heard that. Nice that was great. You. That was great. You so, want to give a shout out to your sponsors. sponsors? I see a bunch on the side of your car. Yeah, I have to. My my biggest one, like I say, is the biggest help is Larry Well at Wells and Sun Racing. Like I say, without him getting his car set up, it wouldn't go around the track as well as it does. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, Luke's transmission with the transmission, and everything else that he built for all for for me and for all the other racers out there that he helps out. Um. Uh, Prestige Golf Carts helped me out. My work t- let me take a golf cart here and there to oh, to nice. the tracks when I go. Um, I got freaking um, Performance Carbon Speed who w- went through and, re- and made sure my carburetor was okay and everything else. And um, Harley's Custom Cycle Works and Precision Engine. Um, they're my main my main main help with them putting my other. Um, Without them, I couldn't. I wouldn't have the motor that I have mm-hmm. to go out there and compete with everybody. Very nice. Um, the motor that I have, that thing's been stay together for four years now. Really? Ooh, knock on maybe, some wood. Maybe, maybe four races if I was putting it together. <laughs> you give yourself no credit. Now, did you ever get a food sponsor like I told you? No, I haven't. I haven't with my work. I, I work all day, 10, 11 hours a day, and then I come home. I, I Half time, I just crash on my bed and go to sleep. <laughs> I'll come out, spend an hour or so as much as I can on the, in the garage, yeah. on the car. But half the time, I'm so spent with, yeah. with work. It's sort of hard. Yeah. Well, if we ever hear any food sponsor that's looking for somebody to put their name on, because I always think it'd be, wouldn't it be great? You go to the track, you don't have to bring any food. They just bring it for you. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or or just or stop by there and grab it on the yes. way. Park the car. Park the car up front. Eat a little bit. And then take yeah. See, hey, see, he's selling himself. He doesn't realize, but that was smooth just now. That, that was, was very. I'll park my car outside your place yeah, while, just let I it sit while I eat. That's right. We yep. Go. Well, that's what's gonna happen. Come, come this race for the fair. I'll be take because I have to work that morning anyways. <laughs> So I'll be taking the truck and trailer to my work. So I'll be sitting in Murrieta right outside uh, my shop um, uh, on Jefferson Avenue. So Very good. Very good. Just going to be sitting there out in the open. It's all about marketing, man. It's all about getting the oh, word yeah. out. Yeah. Chris, it oh, was yeah. always great talking yeah. to you. You're a you're, good one. You're really uh, a bright light in the motorsport community. And I think kids look up to you because of your honesty and fairness and sportsmanship and just keep having as much fun as you possibly can, and uh, we'll talk to you down the road. I appreciate it. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, yeah, all the kids, they, I I even hear the adults. They all come down to me. Oh, I love your car, the Minions, the Minions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got it. So, I think it's really cool. Good uh, luck. You take, what's your number, by the way? 26. All right, so people take a look for it. It'll be the one up front. Yeah. Take care, buddy. We'll uh, talk. Start planning the- there you go. We'll talk at you later. Cool. Thanks, Dave. Thanks, you guys. You guys take it easy down there. You can bet on it. All right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we got some more of that flat track news. Speedway legends. Speedway legends Legends right here on Racer Radio, FM 96.1, AM 1170. The answer. Hi. Hi, folks. Welcome back. This is Racer Radio FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. That is precious. Mom, if you're listening, Jules, I showed him a picture. Is it Jules. a snuggler? Yes. She loves my mommy. Yeah. Climbs all over her. Let and me sleeps see all over her. Oh, she is just. Sleeps on her face, actually, is what she said. That's just adorable. Yeah, she's and she's yeah. in a good home. Yes. All right, so talk about our guest. Well, the legend who has antifreeze, the rocket, like all these names, uh, Ron Preston. And he only did it for 10 years. He's got all these names. Well, he was fast. He was, he was, uh, he caught people's eyes. Something that we talked about in the green room, we didn't really, did we? Um, <laughs> sorry, I say that because Dave doesn't like me talking to the guests, but they are very free with what they have to say, is Costa Mesa. We talked about the longevity of the Speedway. Still uh, running. Can you elaborate on that a little Costa bit? Costa still running? Still right? Running. That's what I said. Over 50 years. We went to the Nationals last weekend. It must be out someplace where there's no... Costa Mesa Fairgrounds. Oh, well, you know what? I think fairgrounds is the operative word. Yeah. No, I right. don't know because uh, Petaluma's having trouble with the fairground. Uh, Ventura, like it's not easy. Well, Doesn't I didn't say it, it was easier. easier, but I mean, you have a better chance of keeping a track when you're associated with a fairground. Maybe. Right. Yeah, the logistics of having a track anywhere near community. Yeah. yeah. You're, but, uh, well, look at Glen Helen. Yeah. I don't know how long it's been since you've been up there, but the houses are right yeah. on the edge of the property of the track. I mean, if you were to go off a berm the wrong way, you'd end up in somebody's pool. Great. <laughs> Well, look, let's keep it positive. Costa Mesa is still open. That's where you raced. Your family would come mm-hmm. and watch. Yep. And it was really nice to hear that it was still open. And still open. And Fink, you said? Yeah, Jeannie, Jeannie Fink's Jeannie Fink. still yeah. the scorekeeper. 
Wow. Since 69, I believe. Oh, my. Jeez. That's a commitment there. Yep. She's I got great. a feeling she does it manually. Probably. Probably, yeah. Yep. <laughs> but sweet as ever. What's That's your number? Awesome. What was your number? 55. 55. Yep. That yeah. was my dad's race boat number. Too. Oh. Because okay. yeah. that's what she was going to ask. She pulls yeah. photos up. I do. I don't so, know where she gets uh, Because them. there's so, like, and I know this is a radio show, not TV, but. Um, but you'll post them Ron, online. I was wondering, do any of these speak to you? Is there anything you could elaborate on if so, and let the listeners know what you're looking at? Any um, of those? Yeah. Oh, that one, I know where that is. Bottom left. Yep. That was down in uh, San Bernardino. Hot day. Hot day. You're wearing a full set of leathers, and the races are in the afternoon. It was a little warm. Tell our listeners what you're looking at. So I'm looking at a picture of me just crashed underneath the, (laughs) not crashed on my bike. Right, that's a good clarification. Taking a nap. Finding a little bit of shade. And uh, then the picture to the right, that's the American Speedway team that, that went to uh, Poland, I believe. Is that 1980, or what was that? That was probably 80, but... How'd you guys do? I think we were we got silver medal in that one. Wow. But, uh, you know, the guys on the team were just amazing. You know, I mean, we had American Speedway riders that were the best in the world. Yeah. When we went over there, and Bruce Pinhall, first it was Scott Autry, then Bruce Pinhall, and then a whole bunch of us went over. Mm-hmm. How did they Gallos receive and, you guys, you Americans? It was great. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was great. They didn't care as long as you were racing yeah, and Speedway. Well, they started it, though, didn't they? Well, no, we actually, Speedway goes way back. There's That's a little controversial. Thing. I've heard Australia. I've heard right. England. But we actually had a world champion in, in the 30s with Jack Milney mm. and uh, his brother, Cordy. And they were from Pasadena, and I have no idea how they did it because they had to ride a ship over there. Wow. And, uh, it was tough enough when we got there. There wasn't any Google Maps and cell yeah. phones. And, <laughs> but uh, we just, you know, there were a bunch of guys that cut their teeth at Costa Mesa and mm-hmm. the local tracks, San Bernardino, Irwindale, Ventura. And uh, it was amazing time to watch, you know, the American guys wherever you went. It's sort of like football here where, you know, one team can have six guys from different states, you know. Well, they had – each team had different guys from, like, England, Australia, oh. Poland, mm-hmm. and back when it was communist. And uh, it was it was a crazy time. But the Americans just were really hands down above everybody else because the tracks we rode on were so small and your reaction time was so much faster. Quick. And when you got on those big tracks, it was oh. just pure speed. And and, uh, but and maybe you could practice more just due to weather, do you think? You could practice 360 yeah. days a year. Yep. I used to go practice out in, on a dry lake in El Centro. And uh, nobody to tell you you couldn't. <laughs> yeah. just out there. Well, you just made a circle and just yep. Went out put some cones and out. And, and just put in laps and got in shape. And, yeah. Because that's, that's everything. Did yeah. you just hold your breath the whole time? I mean, literally, it's 60 seconds Pretty from much. start to finish. You don't really think about breathing too much. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's pretty intense. There's The racing's real close. You know, the guys are you're literally rubbing tires on your mm-hmm. knees and elbows and, you know, at 65 and 70 miles an hour over and there. And it seems like you're right on the verge of just 
going over. Well, yeah, you're very rarely straight. No, you're not, are you? I mean, you've got that back tire turning so fast that it wants to come around that front tire more than you would know. And the only way to keep that from happening is you've got to keep the throttle on. And, and, and the throttle really was more finesse because well, there was that sweet spot. On the big tracks, it's it's wide open. You're going <laughs> wide open almost right. all the time. Right. What speed was it when you were overseas and it was bigger? Uh, the tracks in Europe were 75 and 80 unless it was called a long track. And then we rode at Ascot on long track on a half mile, mm-hmm. which was pretty scary 80 miles an hour 100 100 miles on a yeah. speedway Again, bike. no speed yeah. no seat belts, no, no roll cage brakes no, no, brake. no, no the yeah. brakes are the ones that would because if something was to happen in front of you you're now part of it right there's nothing yeah I, i've seen that there's Some nothing the you can do I except lay that. the bike down right yeah. which is not ideal a good idea either <laughs> That never turns out good. But the, no. the irony of this, in slow motion, it looks like ballet. That's what it is. And the irony of your girls. And you <laughs> don't ride a motorcycle like like you do a, a Speedway on any other bike. Right. It's completely different yeah, animal. On flat track, you actually are straight for a while, down, like aerodynamic. Kind of and like then you throw it, it completely yeah. sideways. I'm visioning yeah. it right now. Yeah, and a flat track bike is basically a street bike turned into a right flat track bike right. i mean similar well didn't they do some of that stuff moto i mean super moto super moto yeah. i thought that was kind of cool yeah yeah yep. i think the most challenging for me was in 79 when i i was told that i could ride in they called it the european under 21 championship oh, yes but it turned out to be because there were other guys i'm not european i'm from america mm-hmm. and they invited us so and i was based in england so I had to go qualify in Germany, and then I barely made it through the qualifying round. And then the next race was a semi-qualifier in Norden, West Germany, and I won that one on a perfect score. But the final was in Leningrad, Russia, Ooh. and we had and we drove from England to Russia. My God, and no Google, like you said, no Google, <laughs> no. But there were a couple of guys that they called drivers. And you just hired those guys, and, and, and they trusted drove us. They get and you just there safely in the well, back. They, we went from Dover, England, to Calais, France, to uh, Frederikshavn, Denmark, I think, and then from Denmark to Sweden, and drove across Sweden, and then then drove into Finland and and uh, into Leningrad, and but, had uh, to be rested enough to go win. And and it was communist back then. Yeah, Jeez. yeah, that was a long wow. drive. Long, yeah. but I won yeah. that that race and then that was uh that was a fun trip home oh i bet driving over there was tough but driving home was nice yeah it's always sweeter when you got a trophy in the back yeah yeah it was do you and i don't know this there's no question in the green room uh the hot shoe hall of fame do you know can you expand on that at all do you know much a guy that that we used to race with gene woods Mm -hmm. his he started this and it's got pretty big and uh old racers that have a steel shoe hanging in their shop mm-hmm. they send it to him he's they sign it he puts it on a plaque and then every year they have a big banquet right have you ever seen that shoe uh yeah. I, I see posts all the time but i i don't know the behind the it's scenes just I, strictly when you put your foot down you can shoot oh you're talking about yeah um oh gosh yes there's a famous uh, flat tracker his little son is doing it now and he got a little 
a little, little one of those, a little version of that. I, I, uh, yeah. it's, uh, it's the, don't you hate my dad that. is going to kill me because I know uh, the girl uh, Come on. is killing me. I like Ten, her a lot. Nine, no. eight, so anyway, <laughs> next question. It's killing me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> You'll think about it halfway home. I'll hear tires screeching. Just she married a flat tracker. She was a flat give tracker. It up. Her nephew's a flat tracker, and they got the little miniature shoe for him. And your him. dad's not texting you yeah. and telling you. Yeah. So he's not listening. Up about it. Uh, anywho, I, I was I want to know more about this Hall of Fame, because I, I think they also like donate shoes or something. Yes, Gene yeah. does to homeless yeah. people walking around Las Vegas. Regular and shoes. do you yeah. do some nonprofit as well? I work at a church in Escondido, Emmanuel Faith Church, really big church. I'm the director of maintenance and... Killer. It's rewarding, great. to say the least. Oh, it's a great place to work. <laughs> All right. Got any old, have you got any of your old bikes? I have one hanging in the shop that I'm not ever taking down because I don't ever want to ride it again. Oh, I was going to put it on KUSI TV. He's not taking it down. Yeah, he's thinking now. I don't know. Just put it, on, take, put it on TV, take it back, and hang it back in the rafters. It's going to go in Frank's museum down in Ocotillo. Oh! Well, if it's coming down to go there... Let's bring it to yeah, KUSI. Yeah, can advertise Frank's Museum. And we can advertise Frank's Museum, and it won't cost anybody anything. Buddy, great talking to you. Stay in touch. You'll have to bring him back. This is Racer Radio FM 96.1. The answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.